how, why would I run to the wrong end zone though? Because you're a big dumb idiot, I, and it's I, a would you rather? Damage? Like what, what, what's going on? That's honestly the sign of a good commercial, which is, you can argue it's the sign of a bad commercial when you can't remember what the heck it's a commercial it's for. Great. I find it interesting that LeBron James has a house in L.A. In L.A., yeah, that's right. So real. he doesn't live in Cleveland, he doesn't live in Akron. Absolutely Miami. not. He's, Absolutely he's in L.A. every other time that he's not playing for the Cavs. It's very interesting. Think about the technicality of that guy in court. He could sue the Mets because technically, Mr. Met only has four fingers. The equivalent of floor seats in baseball would be if they start selling tickets to where fans get to sit in the dugout. You have to rock the Kyle Guy man bun for a year. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 42 of Perpetual Sports Talk. My name is Sean. And I'm Scott. 42, that's an easy one for you, Scott. That's a few few good ones. Jackie, some guy named Mariano, James Worthy. He's the last guy to wear 42, right? He was like the last... In baseball, I don't know about... Other sports. Oh, other they didn't sports. retire in no. other sports, did they? No, Just they baseball. Can't. Yeah, definitely. Right. But, yeah, that's an easy one. That's a softball. All right, everybody. Like you said, welcome back. Today's Bar Conversations is inspired by another easy one, it's another a, favorite. An easy one. Corona. Yeah, we're not going out of the box on this one. We're two straight weeks, Natty bow, Corona, right down the middle. And, like, beer snobs might say, like, oh, Corona, you know. I feel like the fad nowadays is to have... Like craft beers and very Michelob like, Ultra, like small. Well, no, not like Michelob Ultra, but like <laughs> craft beers, sort of no name. Well, no, Michelob Ultra's coming back. That's what. That's where I'm going with that. It, it re- is it really? Well, it's, it's a big thing now. Why is that? Because this market is low cal, less carbs. That uh, whole deal. Some people are freaking out. Oh yeah, and back. that's what. Well. It tasted very good, and you could sort of drink it. You could have sort of a couple of them. Anyway, with Corona, it's. You know, it's it's popular, so some people might not like it, but it's great. It's a hot summer July day. We got thick a limes. lime going. We got thick limes. Now, did you cut these limes thick, or did you just? I cut them thick. I cut them in. Let's see here. I, there are eight total because I lime. cut them half, okay. quarter, and then eighths in one lime. But it was it must a big have been a li- big lime. It's a big lime. And they're pretty thick. I wasn't going to do thin limes. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, thin lime saves money, man. It saves money, but actually thin limes are good because you could put it in the bottle a little bit easier. Yeah. You don't care about that? No, I don't care about jamming in there. Well, no, but then you get the spray everywhere. Like like, there was spray all over the computer screen, lime juice everywhere. Is that like that one time Jeremy stole my computer while he was eating squirt candy? Jeremy no. took squirt candy. I opened my computer the next morning. I had to do something very important. Early morning, I open up the computer, and there's sticky substance. Later in the day, I find out that Jeremy I, had used my computer and eaten squirt candy. Yeah, and I don't got, even want to know. Who eats squirt candy? I've, I haven't heard of squirt candy since I was a kid. Yeah, and maybe it's an unnecessary conversation four minutes into the podcast. No, I like it. I like it. People probably don't like it, but nah. we Well, do. we don't really care about nah. that. No. Nah. So, sports stuff. Something about sports. Major in this town, Kirk Cousins and the Redskins not coming to a long-term deal. That doesn't really surprise either of us, but we're going to talk about some of the uh, some of the major points. It's really been beaten with a dead horse here in the D.C. metro area, so we're not going to... Even all over the news, even on ESPN, and everybody's mm-hmm. talking about how bad the Redskins botched this deal. Yeah, but th- but there are more. Th- there's a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous. There's a lot of stuff going on. I, I feel like that we can talk about. And it's not like that. Kirk Cousins was the only guy. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. I'll play that sound bite here in a second because I can't multitask. I'll play it when we do. But it's not like he was the only one sort of lingering with the franchise tag. Willie, won't he? We had Le'Veon Bell doing the same thing, but we're not going to hear about that in D.C., obviously. Yeah. And, yeah, being a quarterback. But Le'Veon Bell's a premier running back, and I guess running backs really aren't big in the NFL anymore. Uh, other major running back news, we have Ezekiel Elliott 
getting into some trouble, Scott. Ezekiel Elliott going to jail. OJ Simpson coming out of jail. Is he coming out? He's up for parole. No kidding. Yeah. Really? He's up for, I don't know. If he's what does that mean? It. Like, what does that mean, though? He could be let out. Really? Yeah. So he goes into like, like at a the parole be- board. At this the, is like an interview. Like the beginning of Shawshank Redemption. Exactly. Exactly. When they keep stamping him rejected. Right. OJ Simpson will do the same thing. It'd be exactly like Shawshank. Is he going to give he's like. probably an, not doing the books for the warden, though. Is he going to give an awesome Morgan Freeman speech? So take that little stamp oh, there, Sonny, and put it down because I don't really give a damn. Well, that's when he got out. Right. He did it for years where he was like, like sucking I'm up. Absolutely and rehabilitated. If you're OJ Simpson, like, how, like, what do you even. To be on oh, that parole no board, it's almost like. A, you can't let him out because he's not charged. Like, you, you just can't let him out. Huh. There's no way. Love to be a fly on the yeah. wall in that room yeah, be just to see what's see what's going on. So Zeke's going to jail. Well, we don't OJ know. Simpson's he's coming out. He's under investigation. Let's not say anything crazy. I was more thinking like, oh, the first couple games of the season, Dak might be running it alone. We'll get to that in a couple minutes. Other than that, we have a schlub of the week. I'm not sure about a dude. We have some infield, outfield, specifically Washington Nationals and Baltimore Orioles talk. We have MLB trades, trade rumors, stuff like that. Maybe we'll, hopefully, we'll, yeah, we'll, touch we'll on get MLB. into that. Yeah, why not? And there's a golf tournament going on this weekend, I think. Something Sorry, like ladies, I'm not the golfing type. The British Open. Every time. Yep. The British Open. Uh, crazy tea times. You're going to stay up 1.35 in the morning. Of course Sky tees up. I think coverage doesn't start till 4 a.m. It's on Thursday and Friday, probably. That's before the cut happens. Oh, so you don't like even a- watch before the cut? Yeah, you do. No, nobody watches before the cut. There's you no- don't watch before the cut? Are you kidding me? That's when you get the score updates on your phone. Oh, I'll watch before the cut. Come on. Take it all in. We've talked about that. Oh, before. it's definitely fun. It's definitely fun, but like usually Thursday and Friday, you're busy. Well, you don't get ex- well. Yeah, it's a weekday. Didn't we talk about that a few nah. weeks ago with some term? If you're watching golf during the day it's on a Thursday and a Friday, it's probably Wimbledon. Oh, getting up early to watch that. We did. De- we definitely Just talked about that, that. Tournament goes on for like three weeks, and then yeah. you finally have one day where it's like, oh, this is the finals. Breakfast at Wimbledon. Right. Better watch. Yeah. It's from like six to eight a.m. on a Sunday, and then it's over. Sounds it's crazy, about right? Anyway, British Open going on, and other than that, we have another interview for you guys. We have our old buddy. We'll get a guy. Old buddy. Um, I guess we got to give him a nickname. We'll ask him about. He already has a nickname, really. Yeah. But uh, but that'll be later in the episode. If you're here just for that, go to the description below, and you can look at that. And then we have a oh no, would you rather? Maybe we'll pull out a would you rather. We'll figure something out. Weekend appetizer, and then we will get you guys out of here. So that was the longest intro ever, Scott. But let's go ahead and start with Kirk. Because if you don't pronounce that K, Kirk Cousins, like really, really hard, everybody jumps all over you. About I'm surprised it. you're defending Bruce Allen. No, no, no. Well, I'm surprised. I, honestly. I'm, I'm, de- I'm not defending him. I am saying that mispronouncing which but i did go back and listen to we pronounce we mispronounce a lot of words well not we do mispronounce a lot of words i'm saying with kirk it like when you say it fast it just sounds like kirk you can't like kirk kirk like you can't even tell the difference now if you go back and really listen to it yeah bruce allen definitely called kirk kurt but it's creating this phenomenon whenever like guys call into radio stations like local stations yeah. in the area, they ha- parade them. They really have to say, "Oh, I think Kirk Cousins should have been off." Like they, it's almost awkward because if they don't, if they say like Kirk Cousins, and in their heart they meant K, someone's gonna jump. Oh, what oh, you said, yeah. T Kirk? Blah blah blah. blah. Hate something to talk about. Um. So well, we have a theory. We have a theory here on PST why why Bruce Allen. Uh, mispronounced his his name so let's let's play that for you when people get too chummy with me i like to call them by the wrong name to let them know i don't really care about them that's one theory right there it has to be it has to be because they lowballed him in the first place so apparently 53 million to lowball that's what everybody's calling it yeah it's at the so they offered him in may 53 mil in May. 53 million. Two months ago. And all I heard was the guaranteed 53 mil. I didn't hear any other details, but that would have made him at the time in May because 
the deal with Derek Carr wasn't done yet. If Kirk were to have to, were to, were to have accepted that, he would have been the second highest paid quarterback in NFL history, right behind Andrew Luck. Now there's Carr. Now Carr. Now Carr with uh, I think it's seventy did he get mil guaranteed. Seventy or seventy five. It was seventy, 70. I believe. Regardless, um, regardless, right? He, numbers don't really matter. No, no, no. He's the top. So he's but, not going to be a Redskin next year. That's where I really wanted to get. No, there's no, there's no possible way. Unless, unless they just take care of a long-term deal next year. But when next year rolls around, they would have already spent forty-four million on the guy. And you're renting him. You're renting him for two years for forty-four million dollars. I loved the way the Redskins played. Kirk Cousins at the beginning when they drafted him behind RG3 in the fourth, fourth round, round. I loved that. What do you mean? Loved it. Well, because like they were like, all right, RG3 is our guy. But that was the smartest move, I think, in the history of football ever. Just taking two quarterbacks taking in one draft? Kirk Cousins after RG3. That was that was hilarious to me. That was like that was gold. And Hol- people were talking about like, oh, they're they're betting against RG three, you know, and everything. It's like, yeah, they were, and that was a great move. Because imagine if RG three flunked, we'd well, be stuck with Cole did. McCoy. Wait, well, you're I mean, saying imagine if they didn't draft if they Kurt. didn't draft Kurt after. <laughs> did you just do that on purpose? Of course, or just, of course. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. do it. I'm gonna do it for the rest of his career yeah, as a Redskins, which is only too chummy year. with me. So like you're saying you're saying it was a smart know, move by the really Redskins, care. or oh, it was just it's fi- genius because people were like, oh, they're betting against RG three, and then like RG three had like one half a good year. And people were like, oh, you know, it's it's great and everything. And then all of a sudden, you know, Kirk Cousins is the is a Q, QB of the future. Mm-hmm. And so imagine if they made a deal with him, like, immediately. You know, give him five cheap. years. Oh, it would have been cheap. Been very, very cheap. I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty. I get it. Everybody's talking about it. And and that's what the that's what the cliche has been, though. Oh, today's today's high expenditure is tomorrow's deal. It was the same thing last year. You know, if we would have offered we if the skins would have offered 44 guaranteed to Kirk last year, he would have taken it. And what do you know? You've already spent 44 on him in 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 two seasons. You see what I'm saying? But they just weren't willing to take yeah. that to take that risk. Yeah. So next year we'll be looking for another quarterback. If, if you're if you're listening and you're a quarterback, but, Send your resume to the Redskins. Most likely. But Kirk, in his interview with the with the local show, the 106.7 with, with Grant and Danny, yeah, he, he said that he would be open to maybe maybe next season rolls around and the Redskins are, are, the, are the team offering him the highest. Unlikely, but it, it, there, it's not outside of the realm of possibility. Of course. He's going he's gonna to go wherever he gets paid the most, which – but with, Kirk, but with Kirk, he's the he's into you know he keeps saying that it's not about money. I'm going oh, where like he, the Lord takes oh, me. You think course. that's a sham? You of think of course that's a, it is. Oh, it can't be that big of a sham. He's of got, course it is. I don't think it's the a only sh- guy that does that is Tom Brady. The only guy that gives a team discount, honestly, is Tom Brady. Like, well, and you know, say it, and you know why Tom Brady can do that, right? Because he's, I don't know, multi-billionaire. He's already? multi-billionaire, but he married to Giselle. I don't, I don't know exactly. He doesn't as a married to a supermodel. Wouldn't she be making a lot of money? Oh sure. Like that's like the double he's income. Like the right one there. guy he that doesn't can have do to it. provide. <laughs> the wife. Is he working. has a life after football. All these guys are just trying to get paid a few more million dollars so they sure. don't have to work after football. You're right. You're right, but I and maybe I'm a sucker for believing Kirk. Yeah, you call I mean, me a sucker for believing. I mean, Kirk. he has to, no, no, no. I'm not going to call you a sucker for believing for believing him he has to say that that's absolutely the right thing to say what is he gonna say i'm gonna get paid by the highest guy uh, whoever bids me the highest i'm gonna go for it like he's gonna say that but come on if an offer was on the table for you the same job any any as a qb and you're offered 60 million or 50 million you're gonna take the 60 million doesn't matter what city it's in yeah, I, you're you're right, and part of it might be we were talking about it yesterday. How much power the agent has? Right, it's right? ninety percent the agent, and then you the really guys think it's that? Mu- I see. I Absolutely. don't. You really think it's that much? Like Kirk isn't saying like, Absolutely. "Hey, if it's this number, go ahead and take it. I'm good with that." Maybe not the superstars, but a guy like Kirk Cousins who probably relies on his agent. Top ten quarterback. I mean, you can call that guy a superstar. On, he relies on his agent, though. I mean, I'm talking about the Tom Brady's, the 
Aaron Rodgers, who's going whose contract is up next year mm-hmm. and is about to get paid. Mm-hmm. Paid. So then you got to look at, it's like, all right, so if Aaron Rodgers gets X amount of money, then how much does Kirk get? And it's probably, it's just going to raise the bar. Yeah, see, but I feel like it's not even the level of quarterback anymore. It's just which quarterback happens to be the free agent at this time because it's it's I feel like every single year from now on we're going to get a record breaking deal just because no matter who the like Derek Carr he's mm, would you say top five he's definitely top 10 would you say top five but he's being paid like he's the high it's just if you're the if you're the present exactly if you're the present free agent you will be getting record money Kirk Cousins happened to be the free agent this year and right. he will be next year so he'll just it'll just delaying the inevitable Derek like. Carr won't be the highest paid player in a year or two I thought he would he be the be. highest paid player now I thought I kind of thought the skins would offer more Oof. another yeah you know sucker but uh that's that's just how the precedent seems to be going now two more things uh maybe just one more thing with with Kirk Bruce Allen's pretty much his comments seem to be counterproductive. Now, when he came out and said after 4 o'clock on the deadline when they couldn't reach a deal, he came out and said, well, we tried back in May. We did offer him $53 million. Yeah. It was like he was trying to turn the fans against Kirk right. because he's been catching so much crap within the past couple uh, months yeah. with everything, the Scott McLuhan. But I think it's almost been counterproductive for Brucey because – it's like the Skins fans are seeing through him. Well, what are you trying to do? That like, wh- why do you got to be mentioning that? And when Kirk was asked about that, he was like, "Stay golden, Pony Boy." He was awesome. He was like, "You know what? That's just his job." I probably would have done the same thing. He wasn't like, "Yeah, like he didn't really need to talk about the deal because it was never done." Kirk, he's like a. It's like he's a really good and but honest like politician. Redskins management can't do anything right. No, no matter what, I mean. From Scott McLuhan, I mean, Dan Snyder, it, it's just, it's all bad. It's, I, and it's always going to be bad. I and feel I don't like, know why. Because as Redskins fans, like, we're all like, you know, oh, show us the Kirk contract deal. You know, let's get a, let's get a deal done with Kirk contract. Okay, we offered him a deal for $53 million. Whoa, 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 why are you telling us that? Right. Like, come on, man. Right. It's, why, it's, would you, why would you throw him under the bus like that? Right. Bruce Allen's probably sitting there like, holy crap. Like, what am I supposed to do? It didn't work. <laughs> like, How come they still hate me? I said I was trying to make them hate Kirk, and they still hate me. It's Yeah, I completely agree. You yelled there. That was good. Disastrous. I love it. Other football news. Ezekiel Elliott gets, into, guy. gets into a little bar, let's say, tiff. Al- altercation. Altercation. Okay. And police were called. One guy's nose ended up being on the other side of his head pretty much. Okay. And allegedly it's still under investigation. Ezekiel Elliott is to blame this on top of the whole domestic, uh, charges that, ha- that were, uh, again, yeah, that, was, that started again. last year, right before camp. So around this time last Yeesh. year, that still hasn't been solved. Potentially the Cowboys are looking at a zeke offense, uh, come September. And I was just thinking like, I don't know. Could Dak be able to hit? Hey, we don't even have to get whatever. That. Yeah. If you're at Who that cares? bar, if you're at that bar, how much? How much would you pay to get into a bar with uh, Ezekiel Elliott? Because you just sort of know that he's going to do something stupid, and you get to witness it. I feel like we can make a would you rather about that. Okay, save I it. I feel like yeah. I, I feel like there's some would you rather there. Would you rather get punched by Ezekiel Elliott or something else? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. The percentage of him uh, punching that guy is 100%. He absolutely, so? oh, absolutely did punch that okay. guy. But you can't prove it. Right. I mean, you can't miss Ezekiel Elliott. It's like, yeah, that's the guy. He's like 6'4". He's massive. He's wearing half a shirt. Mm-hmm. Of oh, course the, it's that guy. The abs. It's when it's they do. you he's wearing that shirt. When they do the, like, the lineup, you oh, know, yeah. in the he's movies, like, everybody has the half top. shirt. And you got to look at, like, the stomach. Like, which belly button was it, you know? <laughs> it was absolutely Ezekiel Elliott. Maybe we could put that on the back burner and do a would you rather in a I couple like minutes. there's something there. If we get there, we might not. If we do, you want to hear that, go to the description below and check that out. Uh, let's move on to Schlub of the Week. And this Schlub is actually 
going we're gonna stay in the in the realm of the NFL, are we not? Another guy that punched somebody. Okay, I just that's a good seen. if you punch someone, you're probably a good candidate for Schlub of the Week. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's not like why he punched somebody. It's like it's kind of the whole story okay. of, of why he punched somebody. All right. Give it to us. Uh, yeah. So Give it's us the deets. Dante Fowler, Jaguars defensive end linebacker guy. He Got was it. drafted top five overall last year. So highly wow. touted. Not a very good player. Terrible human being. Seems Terrible. like it. If he's schlub of the week, yeah, he's been not. he's been arrested before for like re- resisting arrest at like I don't know in Miami last year. And then he's had a bunch of traffic violations. So he's a terrible driver. Hmm. Terrible. Just speeds. Just thinks he's like above it all. Okay. So he. So I'm reading this guy's Twitter page, who's a writer for the Jaguars, a beat writer. And he's telling the story about, like, what happened. And so apparently Dante Fowler and this other guy drove up. They were, like, in separate cars and pulled into their apartment complex. Can I just ask real quick what kind of car Dante Fowler's driving? Does it say Do that? I'm just curious the ridiculous Do vehicles that know. these guys are driving around and getting speed. Into. Anyway, I'm just sorry. For, to just for visualization, though, I like that, you know. Yeah, pride, I just want to get the deets. Lamborghini, BMW. Let's say BMW. For, okay, for, the sake gonna, of, for the sake of the story. Okay, Beamer, what time of day is this? This is at night. Is this it is, night? This is probably, ooh, ooh, 9 o'clock. Really? 9 p.m. I would figure it's like around 9 p.m. midnight. on a Tuesday. Not on a Tuesday? No, so, so you got you to gotta hear the story. All, all right. right. So I, I'm just getting the full, okay, 9 p.m. on a Tuesday. So they both pull into their apartment complex, and they park, and they both get out of the car, and apparently the guy that was in, in the car, not Dante Fowler, like has something to say about his driving. Apparently, Dante Fowler was driving like a maniac. These guys, Don, Fowler does they're not neighbors. know who this guy is. No. Oh, they're, they're neighbors. neighbors. Okay. Apparently, in the, in the apartment complex. They're right. in the same apartment complex. Okay. Right? So, they both get out of the car. Apparently, this guy's like chirping at them, you know, like, hey, why don't you slow down? I, I mean, something. They had an altercation. They came into an argument. Okay. So, I'm sure the guy was like, you know, hey, buddy, slow down. Yeah, this is d- apartment. Like, right. There's kids around here. Come on. Right. It's 9 o'clock on a Tuesday. Some fair criticism. He's yeah. not oh, just he's, like criticizing out of the blue. He's it's a terrible driver. Justified. Well, anyway, he got out of the car. He went over and punched the guy in the face. Right? Sitting in his car? Just, right? Well, no, so I think Fowler they got out of the car. Out. I think they were in, the, I would assume they're in the parking lot. Okay. Apparently, they get out, have an argument. Punches him in the face, knocks his glasses off. Now the guy is coming back from the liquor store. The, the guy that got punched. Okay. He has a bag, a grocery bag full of liquor. Dante Fowler takes that, throws it into the pond that's next to their <laughs> apartment complex. <laughs> so now okay. this guy's sitting on the ground. <laughs> his off. glasses are broken. He's punched in the off, face. And his liquor's in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> did it go, did it go into details for like what kind of liquor was it like no. a quick run was it he's buying for a whole party please please say that Dante Fowler took the victim's grocery bag with recently <laughs> purchased bag. liquor Is and threw it into a lake the <laughs> 9 p.m. on a Tuesday <laughs> <laughs> that's a good headline 9 p.m. on a Tuesday that's a great headline got threw out it into exchange a lake. words barely yeah He's, he's had other incidents. Uh, I'll tell you what, people. the cojones on that guy for for chirping at Dante Fowler. Yeah, it's probably like, it's a big dude. Like, I mean, you know, he's probably feeling very. He's excited. Like, ah, oh, I got my groceries. I got my I got my liquor supplies. Like, he's probably yeah, feeling he's good. Probably having a good night. Like, I, you know, I can do anything. Let me go chirp at Dante Fowler for you know not Comes using his this, turn this, signal. This. Fella is driving like crazy. We probably would all say something, you know. Hey, buddy, come on, man! Like you cut me off, or he's driving too fast. Yeah, but like you that. gotta zip it like you're chirping. You're like, hey, can you? And then he gets out of the car, and then like, it's whoop, like, sorry. Uh, can you? Um, uh, nothing. Never mind. Go ahead. Go about your business. It's a solid. That's a solid. Uh, oh wait, you know, let me play my uh, Dante Fowler. You blew it. Oh yeah, but he's he's gonna get suspended, I'm sure, and he's had other altercations. So. Okay, he's a very w- upstanding citizen. I wonder who's. I want to follow this and see whose suspension is more severe. Zeke's Zeke or, or, or I'm gonna Dante say Fowler. Zeke because of how big of an name he is. You know, what? you think they both have prior, could, they both have prior charges. Could could that help him though? And oh. and just and just you know Jerry Jones I being Jerry. Saying. Right, I see what you're saying. Just Going the, the other way, and and Jerry's gonna pull some strings here because he's Jerry and and protect his guy, you know. 
that, you know, that's going to happen. Imagine. Can't imagine, but let's let's actually follow it. I am going to write it. I am going to write that down. Um, it's a continuing story, and and we're going to follow and see, and maybe get into you know suspensions and and justified. Like you that. know this name versus versus this name. Scott, nice dude or schlub of the week. I just want to dedicate a couple minutes to talking about the NBA Summer League. So the season just ended. We have the Lakers are the Las Vegas uh, League champions being led by being led by your boy, Lonzo Ball. Okay, shoeless Lonzo. A shoeless Lonzo. And I couldn't help but think of, we talked about last week how the Summer League is getting a lot of attention. Now yep. it's because of these young stars coming up. Yeah, that's great, but it's still like the off-season sport. You know what I mean? Like, it's not being scoffed at like NFL preseason or MLB spring training. It's almost like people embrace the summer league this year. It's, and I was curious, like, why the off-season league for basketball definitely interesting is getting love. It's definitely interesting. I. Nobody now that cares. I, you just saying that, I'm like thinking about why it is. First of all, it's because the MLB, and I'm sorry, and NBA is so big now. I mean, it's just growing. It's just the sport itself just is getting want, big. want the news. But people the, just are dying for NBA news. Like dra- It's like drama. NBA has the most drama. But I'll but, take it. But the NFL, that's the biggest sport in America. How come nobody cares about the, how come nobody cares about preseason games? Uh, that's a little different. But I do have a theory on why it's big is just because it's the first time we're seeing these rookies exactly playing it's, it's against like, each other. It's like a college all-star game every single night. Okay. Well, but it's, I mean, it's, it's only five, five guys a team. So 10 guys are on the court. And so you're seeing guys, you know, that you didn't see play each other in college, but they're not, I'm sorry. They're not all rookies, right? Some of them have no, been around for two, three years. But those are cool. They're still like, Oh, this rookie's still developing. They're hanging like, on. He's still trying to hang on. Or oh, they're D League or G League, yeah, whatever. The I remember this guy from this league. It's like a glorified college basketball, ex college basketball all star game. Okay, every single night, and that's why it's fun. It's like, oh, I remember Karnowski last year. Karnowski's playing in the in the summer league. He was the big Gonzaga I, seven foot guy. It's like, oh, how's he doing? Oh, he's doing. Was, he's still grabbing boards. Or, I mean, like, so it's, it's that kind of thing. You know, he's on the edge of making the team. You don't know what he's going to do, but like guys that you see. Know, just be, just like recognizing that. him from the past college basketball season. Yeah, and then everybody wants to make a big deal that, like, if so-and-so had a big game, he's going to have a great season, which is not relevant at all. No. And it has never been lined no. up Cause, Right, because the Lakers won the Las Vegas Summer League. It doesn't mean, doesn't they're, mean they're going to win the NBA champion. Right, or even the, even the Western Conference. Oh, not, not even close. No, I mean, definitely not. I mean, they're not beating... Golden State, but it's just it's just getting a lot of attention. But and again, I think that's a good theory. However, you could almost say the same with with the NFL. But there's eleven guys. There's there's twenty two guys on the on the field. It's, there's not as many big names like that. It's just the it's idea of it being an individual sport like based that. sport. Yeah, we mentioned it last week. The reason why people watch the NBA it's for the players. Watching a pickup basketball game is a lot more fun than watching a pickup football game. Hmm. Like pick like what do you mean like on the street somewhere? Yeah, so go to the, go like to the neighborhood. Couple, like you're not going to go sit there and watch a flag a, football. A couple game. fat guys like throwing the football. Around. Yeah, but no, that, gonna, basketball game would be interesting. Be like, oh, cool, you know, like I remember these guys. Like, yeah, definitely. It's it's more just more fun watching basketball. I think. Oh, so just the sport in general is just bad. well, just like that sort of atmosphere. Those those guys playing in that sort of it's a glorified G League where you don't get to see the G League very often. So you mm-hmm. see guys like. A few George Mason guys were were playing. Oh, really? Who? Javon Thompson. No was kidding. For the Clippers. The seven foot. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Yep. Is he in the G League? Uh, or will yeah, he be? He, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, Eerie dude. Bay I didn't Hawks. know that. Crazy. Okay. So like guys like that, then you want to follow. You want to watch him, see how he does. And yeah, he, he played pretty well, but you know the chances of him making a team are pretty slim still. Sure. You know, but so that's you basically the only chance you ever get to see him. So watch him on TV, play yeah. in, in front of a yeah, yeah. in front of a fairly big crowd. Which I read the Las Vegas Summer League drew over one hundred and twenty eight thousand fans. What does that mean? I, I think that means to, I couldn't Average tell to what. 10,000 a game, Exa- 5,000 a game. Exa- I didn't even know how many games they played. They don't play games. 20. They play like 
they play like in the teens. They somewhere? play like a round robin and they play like a tournament format. Something right. Like so they're that. playing so like ten and there's what thirteen teams in that Las Vegas. I have no idea. Anyway, the, the article mentioned it from the credible sports section of the Washington Times. That was okay. my source. Yeah. And they just made it seem like that's a large number, 128,000 people, which I mean. It looks pretty packed. That's where I go off of. It looked packed. Look crowded. There are some TV. big, there are some current NBA. There's a LeBron James going oh, yeah. to see the game, stuff yeah, like that. Um, one more thing is, is LeVar Ball going to back off? Have we heard less of him for a reason? I feel like he hasn't been in the. Oh, he's still around. It's because he's still around, Ball but, is wearing all these different kinds of shoes. And that's where he's making his money. He makes his money when he's in he's in the news source. He's getting free publicity. But that's what I'm saying is we haven't seen him in the news source, have we? I mean, he's uh, been, he's been around since the draft. He's, he's sort of been a little quiet, he's simmering it down. But I mean, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's good for Lonzo. You th- he's so quiet. You think he's going to stay sort of in the in the background? I hope so. I hope so. Unless they start winning or something, then it's going to be. Then it's gonna be big, but or yeah. lo- or losing real bad, he'll just blame everybody else on the Something team, like, like he that. did with his high school kids. It's, it's a uh, shame for Lonzo, who's a nice kid, who's pretty quiet and just a good basketball player. Ju- just an observation, just an observation, why uh, why Lavar was was staying was staying sort cool. of out of attention. Cool. Okay, Scott, great thoughts. All right, so we have a guest on, just like we talked about last week in our episode. PST call to the bullpen. It's, We're it's yanking called, the starters. It's called call to the bullpen. Start her. And Two of we us. bring on a new guy, a guest, a bar fly, whoever you want to call it. Anybody can come on. He's got the ball. Keep He's it running clean, the show. Keep it fun. It's all about whatever you want to talk about sports-wise. Uh, we'll keep it light. We'll, whatever you want, it's, it's on you. And so we got some walk-up music for him. He's got Bryce Harper's. We got Bruno, who's an old buddy. We have his walk-up music, and it's Mo- Flower by Moby. Now, it's, it's Bryce Harper's walking music. What made you choose that, Bruno? What made me choose Bryce Harper's walking yeah, what's, song? What's, what's with that? Is that the only walking music you could think of? I think it's a, I'm glad he well, didn't you know, choose something. I don't know about you guys, but when I go to Nationals games and, you know, uh, you know you're sitting there and you can't kind of phase out for a second and then you hear that song come on, you know it's Bryce Harper and, you know, you kind of perk up and you see it a little bit. Yeah, because you, know, you know you you might see a home run or a, uh, you know a Him grand slammy coming. So uh, it kind of resonates with me. You know, I don't, I don't really he's, remember any of the other walk up songs, but he's that had one, yeah. that walk up song since he started at Nats Park. I don't know if you known that, but like he's had that walk up song for what? This is his fourth or fifth year? Fifth year now? Yeah, 2012 was the rookie year. So it's his fifth year now, and he's had that all throughout. Yeah, it's it's his first it's his first song. I think first of I think three songs that he plays. Uh, I think the t- other two alternates, but this one has, you know, kind of stayed constant with him. And, you know, when I hear that song, I think of Bryce Harper and, you know, um, you know, let's go Nats. Right. So you're, so you're a Nats guy. We got that. You're also, you're also a big soccer guy. Now I can't, I can't follow. I can't remember what team you're with. You're with Arsenal we've or never Tottenham. talked about soccer. <laughs> on this, show. this is the first time we've ever talked about soccer on the show. So we, we have really no idea about anything that goes on with football, soccer, whatever you want to call it. What's what's the landscape of soccer look like right now? Well, I'm glad to be the first one to bring the, the soccer conversation. And that's um, all we have podcast. for the soccer conversation. <laughs> Thank Scott you. Scott Sandbagger. I know Sandbagger. it's not a fan favorite, but, you know, it is a, it is a, a big sport, uh, you know, in, in, our, in our country and, 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 and uh, all the countries, uh, you know, everywhere, everywhere else. But... You know, uh, in terms of the, the the soccer landscape, you know, right now we're in the in the off season for the uh, the big leagues. Um, you know, we think about the Premier League or the Spanish La Liga. Which league do you do you have a league that you like? Fo- I mean, I can't keep up with all the leagues. There's like MLS, and I think that's going on now. Like, what's we're your, What's your choice of soccer league? Well, the the best league in the world is the Premier League, and that's you know the, the English league. That's like um, that's, that's like Manchester United and yeah, yeah that's all the the big boys <laughs> okay. you know Arsenal Manchester United Chelsea Manchester City you know the best soccer in the world gets played in the Premier League you know arguably so in terms of the quality and the number of teams that compete for the the trophy every year um, that's the league that the most most of the world watches. Okay, in your opinion, 
a lot of people have been just w- with soccer growing. A lot of people have been saying that soccer will sort of work its way into the realm of the big four sports here in America. As like a, a legitimate soccer fan, do you see that happening? Yeah, I really do. No. And 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 the thing is, in the United States, you know, you know, when you think about the, the, the traditional sports such as baseball and, and basketball and football. You know, it's it's so uh, different from many other countries in the world where soccer really is the, the dominant sport and everything else is, you know, uh, far, far from being second. Um, and, uh, you know, when you think about the United States, we have such a huge uh, immigrant uh, population that loves, you know, the, the sport of soccer. And, you know, I think, you know, as long as uh, the, the sport keeps growing um, and the, the interest, uh, you know, uh, grows with it as well. Um, I think you'll see the soccer kind of breaking into that top four, um, top, top four category, especially with the, the youth and the infrastructure around the United States being built out. Um, you know, you know, right. when you think about kids MLS five years days. ago and what it is today, it, it's, you know, it's Absolutely. hugely forward. It's absolutely, and that's sports in general. I mean, all the sports are growing. Um, we, we talked about how you're, you're a Nats fan, and D.C., I don't know about football or what your opinion is on that. I wanted to, to talk about something that we really have never talked about on the show before. And, and you're, you've lived in America. You grew up in America. You were born in Uzbekistan, correct? That's correct. And we really – what is – what is the landscape of sporting in Uzbekistan? Like, I, I'm sure soccer is probably the biggest sport, and like it is in every like some single crazy other sports we don't know about. Right, but I'm thinking if it's like like handball or like is there is cricket or, or something. I know it's it's right under Russia, so it's it was part of the USSR and everything like that. But what was is hockey a big deal over there then? Like. I don't know what kids grow up playing because obviously this is a long-winded question, but in America you got little league and you got you play youth soccer and basketball and little league football. What are what are kids? What are you what growing are, what up are with? Kids playing fo- what are kids playing in Uzbekistan? Well, you know, um, I've been in the United States for 15 years, right. and you know, um, I left Uzbekistan when I was 10 years old. Right, and when I was leaving Uzbekistan, you know. Soccer was really the, 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 the ultimate and the most dominant sport, and, and that's really uh, anyone really followed. But, you know, as, as I've been back to Uzbekistan a few times over the past 15 years and kind of followed the, the, uh, the landscape over there, um, the interesting thing is, is that I, w- I would have thought something like, you know, basketball or, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, tennis or some of the other the really uh, popular sports in the world would, would start emerging. But interestingly enough, the, the one sport that's been growing there rapidly is actually MMA. So, really? uh, oh, yeah. you guys are big boxers, right? Yeah. So yeah. the Uzbek people, you know, I think last year we, um, at, um, at uh, the the Olympics, the, the Uzbekistan came in, and I think they either won gold or silver in wrestling. Uh, boxing is a big part of the culture, and then you know MMA being this new sort of um, you know fighting style, new fight type of sport has been a huge uh, breakout within the country with a lot of the gyms opening up and people you know selling all the different types of equipment for MMA, all and right, that's so all. Conor McGregor, or Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Come on. Oh, oh. Come hey, on, give it to us. What's your opinion? It's MMA. He's got to be going for Connor. Well, um, I think it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, it kind of follows the whole uh, the, the circus show type of uh, atmosphere we've had in the United States this year with, you know, the whole election and everything. So um, it definitely fits the bill. Who do you, who um, do you got? Who do you got in the show? Give, give us your prediction. <sighs> Um, you oh, know, I, know. I, no, I, you know, I really am I'm pulling for McGregor. Um, you know, I, I always like to root for the underdog. I think it's kind of a cop out and easy thing to do to, you know, root for the favorite. Um, obviously May, May, Mayweather has, is, uh, the, the, the clear cut, you know, a favorite to win this, but, um, you know, just to see uh, McGregor put in a huge upset and shock the world, I'm pulling for him. Cool. Yeah. All right, we got, well, you know, that's just like... Uh, that's just like your opinion, man. 
your opinion, man. I've had that sound bite we, for we so have, long. Yeah, we man. have a sound bite that's that's pretty good. You'll be able to hear it on the final. Okay, and before we before we get you out of here, Bruno, I have a quick would you rather if you don't mind if you don't mind playing along. That's one of our staple segments, and it has to do with a couple of stories that we just talked about. Love it. So, Bruno, would you rather be punched in the face by Ezekiel Elliott, like that poor dude at that bar, or would you rather have, let's just say, $500 worth of liquor be thrown into a lake by Jaguars defensive end Dante Fowler? Could you uh, could you uh, repeat the second part again? Yes, he doesn't know the Dante, Dante Fowler story. It's it's a sure. weird story, but it's just it's just leaving it's just sure. getting liquor wasted. So, punched in the face by Ezekiel Elliott, or having Dante Fowler, a defensive end for the Jaguars, throw five hundred dollars worth of liquor in into into a lake, which happened uh, just this week. Um, <laughs> punched in the I face or liquor the, wasted? Five hundred dollars. I couldn't worth. catch the second part, so um, I don't think I would really prefer either one. But uh, you got to choose one. <laughs> since, uh, since I heard the first part, I guess I'm gonna get punched by Ezekiel Elliott and you know make national news. Nice. All right, I like it. There like you it. go. Coming from his bag as boxer MMA, I assume he'd be uh, he'd be into that. Nice. Well, Bruno, thank you very much for joining us, man. You're awesome to have on. We'll have you again. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Oh, a great wrap-up again. All second right, week yeah, in a row. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, that second was our week in a row. We've had a heck of a wrap-up. Yeah, the, well, that was better though. At least a I didn't better. say thank you for having us on. Like, really, you a, said that? I didn't even yeah, catch last that. Week. Oh, you didn't. This was a lot of dead air. There was a lot of dead air. Okay, I didn't even catch it. That was uh, that was our old college buddy Bruno. If any listener out there wants to be featured on a perpetual sports talk interview, the old call to the bullpen, just let us know. If you're one of our friends, shoot us a text. We take anybody, family, um, random listener. Try to try, email us or direct message on Twitter. Anything you will get ten minutes of airtime on the next episode, guaranteed. But let's move on. We need to go through a few details about this golf tournament uh, coming up. The Sorry, British Open. Ladies, I'm not the golfing type. The biggest major, I think, is called you know the Open. You know, nobody calls it the British Open unless you're a schlub. It's the Open, right? The right. oldest golf tournament, the Open. Where does it rank though in in majors? in golf to you uh as far you mean for me personally yeah yeah for like the importance of it the importance i just because i'm a sucker for like history and tradition and stuff like that okay. i'd probably say one just really? because i'm a sucker for again for history really? also it's you know it's always in july it's at a cool time of the year with the masters it's in mid-april there's so much stuff going on there's there's the, there's the NBA finals like approaching. There's baseball just uh, opening up. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on with the Masters. The, the U.S. the U.S. Open. It's again, it's the NBA finals going on. But with the British, it's 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 the you can focus on the British Open. It's okay. sort of at a downtime in sports. It's in the cool part. And again, I'm a sucker for the tradition, the history, yeah, and it's you been know, going on for. Being being centuries. being played where you know golf was invented essentially, they, they all, you know the the Scottish commentary. I'm a sucker for all that stuff, man. Okay. I like. It. What about you? You're not a fan of it. I can. Uh, tell. no. I'm just not saying it's the most important. I'm saying Masters one. Masters one for far. you. That's an easy one. Okay. But US I thought it was. Open, I I thought it was personal. British Open. Yeah, no, it's personal. It's, it's okay. It's, it's personal. personal. This is not fact. Okay. I think. Masters though is is the number one golf tournament in and, in golf and right I would now. I think a lot of people would agree with you I guess as far as numbers wise I think that supports you but just per, I thought we were going personal oh yeah it's personal of course okay it's always and, personal on this and you say British is no you say British is no, three? number three above PGA yeah championship yeah okay yeah PGA well, champion what, what I wanted to ask you and I guess I don't really even have to ask you about it. Uh, because you already said it in our intro, you're not going to watch any of Thursday or Fridays. Uh, maybe. I, maybe because I'm not working right now. But, you, like, you the normal working class 
works on Thursday and Friday and doesn't watch a lick. Or they skip work. Is that what you're going with that? They're skipping work and watching on their work computers. I mean, who hasn't done that at least a couple times? Of course. But the average American has to be in at work at what time? Nine to five. Let's see. We'll just say that. Okay. okay. You can watch two and a half hours of golf before going to work. Oh, give me a break. That's- the average American is waking up at seven o'clock to watch golf. I'm just saying they have the option. No, You're not. saying not, how, yeah, most people are working it. with the British Open. That's not really a, it's not really a factor. You, if you're a real golf fan, you can squeeze in watching a couple holes. You can get up 20 minutes early. Maybe say, oh, I'm not going to work out this morning. I'm going to watch golf. Maybe I'm going to stream golf on my computer while I'm working out. Or why am I lying to myself? I'm not going to work no. out. I'm just going to be streaming golf. No, what you're going to do is instead of working, you're going to stream it on your computer and be like, oh, this is way more fun than working. It's, That's what's going to happen. It's the, the waking up early to watch a sport I think is cool. Like the, like the London, like the football games in, in London. What do you, did you not think it was cool waking up and watching the skins oh, play at 9am? Cool. That was, uh, yeah, that was nice. It was, it was a change of pace. And so that's there's what no I'm saying. There's no drinking. It's different. You're eating well, scrambled eggs instead of nachos. There's no drinking. Like that's the, you have a beer at 9am, watch football, be perfectly fine and not yeah. be weird at all. That's what I'm saying here is you have actually the first tea time is one thirty. Okay. Uh, one thirty a.m. local because over there it's you know six thirty, right? Okay. okay. But but actual, I'm sure you could like str- I'm sure you could just pull an all nighter tonight and stream it even at one thirty. But the broadcast won't start until I believe six or six thirty a.m. on on national television. Okay. So not going to do it, but I might know, I might do it. Wake up at six? Yeah. Really? I might give you a call. To watch some schlubs to y'all? And you'll be fake. You'll be like, oh, man, I was just like, I got back from my run. But it's like you actually just roll out of bed. I was was asleep. You woke up at like 930 today. You never do that. I was awake. I just wasn't awake awake. That doesn't count. You weren't awake. 9.30 a.m. I've never heard of you sleeping past 9.30 a.m. Absolutely not. I wasn't sleeping. I was. You were still in bed. You were the first person I talked to. I, I had not yet conversed with a human being. At nine thirty, were you still in? You haven't. No, you did no. not exit. I I consider that in bed. You might not be sleeping, but you no, haven't I was, woken I up wasn't yet. In bed. Oh, you were out. You were. I was out and about. I was. You were just, eating breakfast and. Yeah, I was out up in the kitchen, but I I had not talked to anybody yet. That's why my voice was like, you know. Have you ever done Fair that before? You ever done? You never done that. First I person. I are you singing in the shower so you get your voice all warmed up? The first person. No, I don't talk. Like I, I don't remember that. I don't remark oh, like, oh, Scott was the first person I talked to this morning. No, it's not a big deal that. for me. Um, other weird times: the Washington Nationals being in the being in Anaheim or the Los Los whatever they're going by these days, the Los Angeles Angels of of Anaheim out uh, a little West coast swing. And I was going to mention sort of a, a similar thing. It's, I don't mind that your sports day is over. You've watched everything you're going to watch, but you can still watch the naps like before you're going to bed before you're going to bed, but it's not ending until 1am. Right. Definitely not watching the end. So you're not watching the end. No, but snoring. But again, it's sort of fun. Your sports day's over. Oh, but I still get to watch the home uh, home baseball team play. Watch the first two innings until you're fast asleep in the couch. Now, in the summertime, I'm making it to I'm making it to the sixth or seventh. Okay, for but sure. Still, can we do we mention how spoiled the West Coast is sports wise? Awful, they really are spoiled. Everything appeals to them. Every major sporting event. Oh, it's amazing. They get to get home from work and just they get to get home from work and just turn on the game. It's not like they have to kill a bunch of time between getting home from work and watching. Well, the that's game. seven o'clock to them, and so it, it normally starts at seven. But I'm no. talking about I'm talking about Monday night football. Yeah, I'm talking about Thursday night NBA football. finals. Sometimes started at nine o'clock finals. at night Eastern time. That's six o'clock over there. It's prime time. Event is, yeah, it's just catered. Mm-hmm. Thinking about that, the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's at eight thirty. Oh, and it's starting five thirty right when you get home. Oh, that's a, no, it's on, or it's Sunday. on Sunday, obviously. But still five thirty. It's over by nine or ten. Oh, you get a full night's sleep. That's why, amazing. Why is having it in a prime time like window like more important than having it? like late at night. You see what I'm saying? They value the prime time of the West coast over East coast people getting proper amount of sleep. 
it's sort of like you they're know saying the East Coast people are still going to stay up for it. That's what they're saying. That's prime time events. Because they say prime time, it's like seven o'clock to like midnight. Your average person is staying up till midnight. Prime time is like nine o'clock, and I'm if I if I'm working the next day, I'm trying to get ready for bed at nine o'clock. So why is it valuing? Oh, but oh, we man. can't start it at seven o'clock East Coast time because West Coast people are still working. But it's yeah. like okay, so what? I've been I've been getting five hours of sleep my whole life. Tough conversation. Of we should just that flip is a tough it. conversation though. But you bring it up well. They sporting event, broadcasting Spoils. companies, TVs cater to the West Coast. And here's the real thing: who's watching more TV? Whoever's watching more TV, West or East Coast, they should be able to pick somehow. Ooh. I would be willing to bet, and I don't have numbers in front of me. If you more took population down in the East. Yes. If you actually took the ratings, I think more. Pretty sure that's that's correct. More people are watching TV. More, definitely more sports fans in the East Coast. What makes sense? More teams. More, more teams. teams in the East Coast, and so. just like think of a think of a. Or the sport, California hippies are just think not of a, watching sports. Think of a sport town on the West Coast. Yeah. Los Angeles That's really like isn't a sport seven, town, seven teams. right? I mean, yeah, there there are teams there, but they're not sport towns no. like you know Boston and New oh, York. No, no. And, so you're right. No, you, you I, see what I, I'm saying? Absolutely. There are hardcore fans absolutely. in the East, so why not cater? Even Chicago is an hour, but it's better than three hours. Exactly. Okay, so Central Time. That's right. I'm, East Even, Coast people put it in the middle. Fine with that. Oh, I like that. Not a bad idea. Let's cater to Central Time, so then it starts. If it starts at six or seven central, then we get good. It starts at eight here. It starts at yeah, I like that. Play a sound bite. Let me play a sound bite. Let me try that again. It cuts whack. That's young. Is that a new one? Classic. Yeah, I've never played it before. I've been waiting to play it, and right here, (laughs) it could work. Those those wacky times. So the Nats on the West Coast. Uh, Odd things happened last night in uh, their 4-3 to three win over the Angels. Um, my, not going to get into the, into, the, into the new bullpen, okay. but slides. Sliding's a big thing. Slides. A leadoff hitter for the Angels exits uh, Mabin, leaves because of a goofy slide. Bryce Harper okay. could have hurt himself. Goofy slides, like going in in the splits, once the second, once the third, going four for four. He was doing a lot of running. Mike right? Trout? Mike Trout, a couple months ago, broke this third, the UC, whatever, thumb injury just yesterday. Carlos Correa did the same thing. When was that? July 4th. Okay, and then just yesterday, Chris Bryant out because of sliding head first. What's going on with sliding? I don't know. There are, uh, old people are going to say they're not teaching sliding like they used to do in the old days. You know what it is? It's head first sliding. Yeah, but people have been sliding head first for forever. So why is it an issue? I mean, now? How come we've? How I don't come think it's an issue. I think it just happened a bunch of times coincidentally. Coincid- really? You think it's coincidental? Eh. And even with that oven mitt that pe- that runners yeah. wear on their hand, now, how are you getting that hurt might with be that? Just a normal thing now. And so what? So why? Do you know why they wear those oven mitts? To stop them jamming fingers, right? Well, well it's, uh, if you look, when they when a guy like slides feet first... Grabs the base? When you, yeah, when you were taught to slide feet first, where were you told to put your hands? On your chest? Chest, just up, off the ground. Yeah. I was uh, above uh, your head, no, I think like, about off it's the be ground. Chest. chest, like, just off the ground. You should never be dragging your hands. But what they do with that oven mitt is they actually drag that thing on the ground for whatever traction or balance. Yeah. They look, really? watch, watch why they did. And then I thought it was well, the oven mitt to slide head first. So they don't it, jam their fingers. The, right. The whole point is to not, is to not get jammed fingers, but uh. they use it. They use it in a way for when they're going feet first to like slide, which is just, it's just bad. It's just bad. That's bad baseball to me. Sliding like that's bad. But put your hands up. You know what mm-hmm. else putting your hands up does? Say it's a double play. You put your hands up. That's a tough throw to make. And that's not interference because you still made the you attempt slide to slide. The bag. That was a huge thing. They changed the rules a few years ago. That's true. But you can still put the, the hands up. Bag. Yeah. Yeah. But I think this whole sliding thing, stop getting hurt sliding. That's such a stupid yeah. way to get hurt. Stop. 
So how did they change it? Is it is this going to be a rule change? It might, well, slide head first. Is that what they were just talking about? They were talking just there on 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 ESPN. Not slide. They, they might say like the old high school little league thing. You can slide head first anywhere but home because you're yeah. sliding into a catcher with you know full body armor. But yeah, the Buster Posey rule. Yeah, well, his was because his is protecting the catchers, catchers. Yeah, right. This is for runners. There might be a new rule uh, next year. Fragile fingers. Fragile fingers. Unbelievable. Before we get you guys out of here with our weekend appetizer, we just have to take one minute and talk about the leftovers, all the stories that we did not get to discuss in this week's episode. Just a big one we missed was Roger Federer winning his ninth Wimbledon. Ninth? I'm pretty sure it's ninth. It's the most by any... Most dominant athlete almost in any sport ever. Yeah. That's incredible. And he's 36, Class, right? getting old. Everybody thought he was done. They have Djokovic, Nadal, mm-hmm. Murray. They have a big four. Federer is still getting it done. It's weird that in sports, like individual sports, even golf, how some guys and ladies dominate just particular places or tournaments. Like yeah, on grass the grass court, Nadal's on, clay court. Right. On the other hand, it was Venus Williams. She's older, on yeah. north of thirty-five, but she was she was in the finals, yeah. and she's been there a lot with Wimbledon's that grass court, killing it. It's and and I know some golfers have that, like uh, like Tom, like like didn't doesn't Phil always show up for British Open? I guess it Tom goes Watson to like did. big drivers or big servers, or, mm-hmm. you know, better ground games or better approach games. I think that's kind of the. I think part play. of it might be mental too. I've been oh, successful yeah, sure. here. I can be successful. It's like me and playing South Riding up there. I love oh, that yeah, course. I've been successful and I'm not bad there. <laughs> I totally get well, what it appeals to you. It has big fairways. You can hit it right on the middle. Right. You can play 150, 200. That's my game. And there you are. You hit a 90. It's time that we start winding down the episode, Scott. So time. you know what that means? Yep. That means- I lead off in weekend appetizer. That's right. And we turn on some uh, Dropkick Murphys until next time. We're not taking credit for that song. I hope that's not... Copyright. Right. There you go. That's our, that's our shout out Not there. our song. What, um, what are you watching this weekend, Scott? All right. So it's not that what I'm watching this weekend, but it's what I'm not watching this weekend. I feel like you've started your weekend app with that exact No, no, no. Before. I'm going, with the different, I'm going I'm in a different direction. Why. Okay. So I'm in a different direction. Harper and Trout played on what is this tuesday and wednesday of this week Mm -hmm. now we have a three-game series against the diamondbacks we again that's a huge beef that's another topic yeah the nationals have a series against the diamondbacks friday through sunday okay now why are they depriving the main sports fan and not flip those series and so trout plays harper on saturday and sunday and the Diamondbacks play during the week. Now, I know that's a very nitpicky, spoiled sports fan thing to say, and you're probably going to rip me for it. But I think a, Trout, a Trout-Harper series on the weekend would draw a lot more fans through Sunday Night Baseball with Trout versus Harper and, and hype the crap out of it mm-hmm. instead of doing the Diamondbacks in the weekend. You see where I'm going with that? Yeah, I, I definitely do. I feel like with scheduling 30 different teams... 162 uh, games. I feel like it's like, well, what, what big can we do? Big storylines. That's going to be a big story. I mean, it's not going to be a big story. I mean, line, well, it, it is. Would have been. It is. If, if Harp, think about how many commercials we would have seen for Harper Trout if, Sunday Night Baseball. If you pulled up ESPN anytime today, it was Trout and, and Harper. Right. You know, it, it, that's what it was. It's but wasting I, it on a Tuesday and Wednesday, though, to me. Yeah. Not I, wasting, but. I, I think there's just not much you can do. day games on Saturday and Sunday? Where the East Coast can watch it too. Going back to our other argument, sure. Again, I I love it, and yeah, I would have rather have had that be a weekend series. Sure. But again, it's almost like how? What do you you know? Th- this is our nitpicking. Yeah, sure. it's a it's a it's an interleague play. Like they're you know they're, obviously they're not playing each other multiple times. Right. So it's that's already tough right there. How to work it in? You know. And I guess I got to watch the open. I, I guess so. Yeah, you will, and you're gonna get up early to do it too. I'm not watching this because I can't watch it because it's a minor league game. Bowie Bay Sox, they're having their salute to Seinfeld night on uh, Saturday. Okay. Now, it's weird. I remember a couple years ago, I think it may have been the first. Actually, we talked about it with Murph 
um, just recently, but it was the Brooklyn Cyclones that I think did it first. And that makes sense. Brooklyn, New York, Seinfeld, like Bowie, Maryland. Yeah. Why is that a thing? It's but, just to draw fans. I guess. Smiley like baseball. And how long, like, Seinfeld has been cool since the, since the early 90s? Is Seinfeld oh, ever gonna not cool. going to be a thing? It's going to get cool again, though. I, it's going to be it's, one of those, like, it retro. It always has been. Dude, that's pretty retro. It's never, but it's never been, like, an old geezer. It's always, like, Seinfeld's still on. It's always just going to be a fun thing to talk about. Another story regarding Seinfeld was watching uh, the old uh, Sports Center at Night with Scott Van Pelt. He was okay. interviewing Cody Bellinger. I like that. This is like a month. This is before the All Star break, and SVP made some connection to Seinfeld and asked Bellinger, like, "Oh yeah, you know, that was way before your time, but you know, Cody Bellinger didn't know who Jerry Seinfeld even was. Whoa! He was like, oh, I know the name, but uh, that's a little different. Yeah, I, you figure like that's being, a little different. That's a lot of box. Being around, like being a baseball, being around like a bunch of guys and coaches your whole life. Aren't you hearing some Seinfeld references? Got to, but yeah, it's just a little box. He's living under a rock. He was just swinging in the cage for 20 hours a day with his dad. He didn't go outside. No Seinfeld references on all he those teams, never all those TV. coaches. Cody Bellinger was just bred in a lab to play baseball. Could be right. K. Scott, where can the PST listeners find us if they couldn't get enough PST? You can find Perpetual Sports Talk on iTunes, Podbean, Facebook, or Twitter. Like I always say, Google Perpetual Sports Talk because we're in the 21st century now. It's 2016. Yeah, follow... Uh, Follow Bruno on Twitter. Hopefully he Follow puts Bruno. something out. Well, well, he'll hopefully advertise. We'll play. Hopefully a few of you are Bruno listeners and you're That's, here for him. Yeah, yeah. So. Give us give us a like if you're here because of Bruno. Give us a review. Bruno is the only guy that's reviewed us on iTunes. Yeah, I, that's I missed that if, actually. Yeah, you know, like, we missed giving him some praise, but if he's still listening too, we, at this point. Do we make that a prerequisite for? Actually, no. You don't have to review us for. If you want to be interviewed, just just come, come on the on. show. We have we have nobody lined up. You'll be the first in line. The wait list is currently zero. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, new right. new episode every Thursday night, Friday morning. Listen to us on your way to work. Until then, my name is Sean, and I'm Scott.